Today's episode of the Meet the Brave podcast is powered by Northwest Pizza and Pasta, where if you think the pizza is good, try hands down the best wings in the valley. Nobody, I mean nobody, does wings like NWP. Order now online for takeout delivery, and you can actually pull up, dine in, but when you do that, tell them Meet the Brave podcast sent you, and give our day one sponsor, Morgan and Northwest Pizza, the biggest, biggest, biggest love when you slide. Today's episode of the Meet the Break podcast is powered by Uplifters, black cultural strategy company that is specializing in original content and has their very, very first hit series, Winning Formula, executive produced by our very own Alexius Franklin. Winning Formula is a strategy-based conversation, just talking about the process with different creatives and different individuals about what they're contributing to their communities around the world with emphasis in tech and wellness for the black community. Follow Uplifters now online on IG, Uplifters, no vows, and just stay dialed in for everything that they have building and that they're building and have coming. Today's episode of the Meet the Break podcast is powered by the Reef Studios, studio in downtown Oakland that specializes in multi-tracking, analog, digital, pods, uh, audio books, you name it. It can be done right here in the Reef Studios where we film our very own Meet the Break podcast every week. Uh, tap in with OG Jaren, Brian, Lucas for all of your audio needs. And if you just want your shit to look look and sound fly, tap in with the game. Last and never least, today's episode of the Meet the Break podcast is powered by Let's Bubble Productions, our very own uh, co-producer of the show, Meet the Break podcast and winning formula. Alexius Franklin has an amazing, amazing content production company, uh, video, story, film, writing, directing. It can be done by him and his team. That's Let's Bubble Productions. Follow them now on IG. That being said, let's start the show. It's the Meet the Break podcast. I'm Monty Draper. I am LG. Lex B-U-B. me. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, B. B, how you feeling? Why she sound like I'm Mario from Mario? For real. Thank you how for thank you for phoning in. We're good. If, bros, how are y'all? How y'all doing? Great, great. <laughs> these <laughs> these niggas. <laughs> oh man! Shout out to our listenership, everybody on Stitcher, uh, Audible, Google Play. Apple Podcast, Spotify, you name it. Thank y'all for pulling up. And then all of our viewers on YouTube for subscribing, all of our IG family. We appreciate y'all. The numbers, Lex Bub, you keep doing your thing. Love you, bro. You got never mind. I'm not fucking with you today. This 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 nigga's real. He nigga got new cameras and shit. He he traveling the world. I don't know who this nigga is. He can't you should see what he got on today. That's what we are. That's what we are. B, he's brand new. I don't even know. I don't even know how to talk. Yo, I don't know how to. He lay his fit out again. He, la- he laid his fit out, mat- top and bottom. Important. Important. I'm, I, you know what? If you if you look good, you feel good, you do good. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He, he out here just he dressing for his new life because he about to stunt on all of us. You, know? <laughs> you feel me? Um, <laughs> it's been you, we uh we did stream of consciousness last week. Uh, I was away in port in Portland. Um, working on stuff with Deuce. Shout out Deuce, Kev, and uh, Dame. That was an, an insane experience. Um, but you we usually we either try to go remote or the stream of consciousness episodes when we did them, they just did really great. Uh, so I hit the group hell last minute because there's some real ones. They got shit done. But I made the mistake of listening to 
I, I just pressed plays on B's because I sat down and it wasn't hella long. Like it wasn't too much of a commitment to say that I still had to edit and it was dumbass late, right? So I hit play. I'm like, God damn, this is this is great. <laughs> this is fucking great. <laughs> it's because I was like, I was trying to figure out placement too. It was like, damn, because of the ads, should I go first? But this is so good. I feel like they should hear it right away. Like, nigga, literally going through it. And then so finally I was like, man, fuck all that. Like, I just left it where it was and then pulled L's in, like, just to just to see. Nigga, let it, let, but let, let Brits finish and run into L's. And then L started talking. And I was like, yeah, this is fucking perfect. I don't know what to do. So I, I literally, next time y'all see Kev, ask Kev how many times I tried to start recording. Like, just so y'all know that I really, really tried. And in my mind, I was like, well, that's fucking unfair. I asked the crew to do theirs. I'm not about to do them, but I'm only not doing it because I don't want to step on this amazing content. Like, that's it. that really was the only thought. But Shit, I, like, I, I ain't gonna hold you guys. My tooth was fucked. No, up. no, you I'm, and you and Lex was just in pain. He's like, bro, like I'm in, I'm in fucking pain. But you would be, you would, you have been saying that all week. Like this nigga start smoking again. My bad. I don't. No, nah, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Lex ain't hit the weed in years. And it, it was like, but it's so crazy. G, I rolled it up. And I was passing it around and like mm-hmm. skipped him a few times just out of. Like that's yeah, being courteous. This nigga ain't smoked since 2014. I'm definitely not handing you the blunt. Pass him this nigga. Just go. (laughs) (laughs) He just jumped in the rotation and snatched the blunt. I said, "This is crazy." Hey, that's how you got to jump back into the rotation, though. Sometimes you got to snatch snatch your way back into the rotation. I was about to say, this ain't no double dutch here. It's like, (laughs) oh man, I live by the best rhymes model. But I I want, I wanted to start with that because I got. I per- I don't know how it worked for y'all, but I personally got. I want to say I don't e- I don't even want to exaggerate and be hella extra. I know for sure, I got five phone calls and then talked to a few people in public about this past week's episode, and but it was really when my mom hit me because my mom she does she she works at the uh, at our cousin's uh, preschool on Thursday and Fridays. So and she goes in early because she prepares the meals. So she gets there at like six when it's just her to the neck and she has the school to herself. So she plays the pod out loud for herself. And she was like, this shit just hit her. And she we had she called, we had a whole conversation about it. B, she's been a big fan of you since since your addition Aww. to the show. But But I and she would just say she's like, Y'all, y'all really from a from a you know, from a uh a cultural standpoint, pop cultural standpoint, the conversations and even just even just Things you, you wouldn't even consider emo, emotional intelligence, and she's like you you that she's like this past week's episode in terms of just confronting different different things you may be feeling internally. She's like both both of y'all really spoke to her. I wanted to before we got into it, um, just kind of recap and and what the what the stream of consciousness consciousness episodes process are like for everybody individually because we've done them. We've done them, and they've always done really fucking well. Like I, it was, it was such a random thought, but to me, to me, best best is subjective, and I love y'all. So it's it's gonna sound it's gonna sound weird me saying y'all the best. <laughs> However, there is something to be said about for how unique each of y'all's thought process is. I, I got a little bit, bit more of a context for L's just because I've been around him my whole life, but I can attest this nigga's been this way his entire life. Like this ain't a act because it's no fucking cameras on a microphone this nigga's thought process has always been out there but not out there is like this nigga spun 
out there as in it's unique and it's not swayed by what what's in style, what's cool, what's pop culture, what what anybody got to say, trying to fit in. Um, but that's all outside perspective, G. I don't know what your internal process is. That's just my POV of how your thought process seems to come across. Like it's not sanitized by what the fuck other people think. Um, and then and then Lex, no, I've known you for a while, but again, it's biased because nigga, like, what is this nigga talking about? <laughs> like, <laughs> but, and and how does he know all of this random shit? You know what I'm saying? And it, again, this is me outside looking in, and then Britt, come on, man, like, you just have you have this. It's it's definitely it's definitely the 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 book smart, if you will, but. You book smart don't mean emotional intelligence all the time for me. At least the niggas that I interface with, they either one or the other, <laughs> and it's or or neither. You know what I'm saying? But when you <laughs> when you couple it when you couple it all of that with a supreme level of empathy, um, you can you can you can talk for 15, 20, 20 minutes, and it'd be one of the most captivating. Like bro, I was lit. I literally. I literally dropped it in Ableton to start editing it and try to move, figure out where to place it, but hit play just to see and couldn't turn it off. Like, that's how it happened. You know what I'm saying? So what are those? And you can answer this too, Lex. It's not just for last week's episode, but since we've implemented those, what has been the process for y'all for just opening up like that? Because in my mind, y'all in a in a room by yourself just kicking the shit because that's how I record them but I don't know I don't know if y'all had people there like I don't know if y'all had to set up a fake audience or what nigga but it, it it's so captivating bro so I just wanted to know uh, and the listeners too because they really fucked with the episode if y'all could talk process and talk shop real quick before we get into the shit sure uh, I would say that it comes down to for one I always like to have maybe two or three things that maybe everybody knows about mm. Uh, to just have like as a driving force or a backup for if I just get spun out completely, it's like a, it's a filler in the dark, bro. Like, how do I get back to the light, you know? Like, but uh, that's really that's really how, how I at least have the, the list together, mm. and then when I sit down, um, and I'm just like you know, thinking, 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 and then I'm just like, all right, fuck it now. And that's kind of how I do. Like, I like to surprise myself on, mm. like, what actually is going to come out. So I don't give, like, a, I don't give a lot of thought to what I'm about to say. It's true stream of consciousness. It's true stream of consciousness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just, I, just, I just hit record and I get going, and I'm just like, you know, and then that's where, like, I kind of get to, like, where it is that I'm actually feeling. It's, it's, a, it's a good form of therapy for mm. sure. Um, but I, I envision it as, like, Maybe there. Maybe if I was talking to one individual that is actually feeling some of the things that I might be feeling, mm. is like kind of how I envision me talking. You know, like if I'm helping out a person, then that's enough for me. But some, you know, truth be told, like it's a bunch of people that be going through a bunch of different things. So mm. that's really like how I like to look at it. Really, is just like, I mean, when I start talking, I need to be helping somebody. So here we go. <laughs> Um, for me, honestly, like, you know, we have our topics throughout the week that I'll notice. So then when it's the stream of conscious, I'll look at the topics and then I just need to be in a room by myself. For some reason, I'll listen to some of the strangest music real quick. (laughs) 
Like with the last stream of consciousness we did, that I did, before that I listened to Young Thug's gangster shit. I was like, all right, I'm in the mood now. <laughs> I could have I could talk I could talk to y'all now. <laughs> And then I just let it go. And it, it's like, I don't really plan out what I'm going to say and right. just let it go. Right. Well, and then if I get off track, I, I just like, oh, you I just, like, you just go with it. He said he just, if he get off track, he just press stop. He just get out of, he just get up out of there. What, what about for you, B? Um, so I think it's, well, I'm definitely in a room by myself. I'm literally in a, in a little closet cause I'm trying to get like the right sound. Um, but, Which was great, by the way. Your audio was exceptional. Thank you, thank yeah. you. That's from, yeah, trying to figure shit out <laughs> on my own podcast. No, but you got you got it down for sure. I, I think that there's a little bit of comfort I have in it from being a teacher mm. and having to be in front of a classroom all day and like, like guide and direct and all of those things. And I think that. Um, one of the things that I loved about teaching about like being a good teacher was like, you really are having a performance every day. Mm. Like, cause you have to be funny. You have to be engaging. You can't, I mean, you, you don't have to be, if you want to have a fun class and also mitigate any level of like classroom management issues, like you just gotta work on being engaging. And so I think that that definitely is something that I didn't even realize was a skill I was building until Like, I really should be better at that, but it's the, the perfectionist in me that'll, like, that was probably my third take, and it was, because sometimes my thoughts go everywhere, and I don't be knowing how to get back. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I really don't know how to get back, so I gotta be like, wait, 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 no, 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 no. like, that's gonna go too far, and then also, um, I'm someone who, like, over-explains things. So I will, I'm trying to set up, my intention behind that is always to try to set up all the context I think needed to like get a point across because things are often left without context and without nuance. So I try to like get as much as I can, but then I also be feeling like, damn, like I just spent 20 minutes setting something up (laughs) to get to my point. And I I hope people listened for the 20 minutes for me to land here, but yeah, that's kind of most, that's like really how, how I process it. And then, um, topic wise, like I'm always just, well, that week I figured I just should chill because obviously I've been getting called toxic, which is <laughs> wild coming from y'all, but nonetheless, <laughs> I'm like, this thing, body got on the show and just completely said, yeah, like we all need to rethink monogamy. And I was like, nigga, what? <laughs> I was like, yo, girl, that's another thing. Like, <laughs> uh, Which is funny. Never mind. I will bring it up later. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not about to do that with you and Tina today. It ain't happening. Y'all, she almost whooped me in a conversation last night. Bruh. Like, no, what? I'm sorry, B. I don't mean to st- like. She, bruh, don't whoop me into an argument, fam. Don't do that to me. I don't, I'm not built for it. We watching punk ass you, Joe and uh, Love on that. I'm so sick of them and they white privilege and murdering people, but they're having, they, you know, I don't want to ruin season three, but the shit get wild. And so they have a conversation about open and all this shit. 
My nigga says, hey, pause it real quick. <laughs> I should have known right there. <laughs> I should have known. Pause it right quick. I mean, it's about to go left. Yeah. And then ask, and then proceeds to ask a hypothetical question. I answer said hypothetical question. Now we arguing about my answer. That's the tonight. worst, bro. Don't, bro. You know what? And then, and if you don't answer it, then now you ain't, you ain't got communication. Yeah, I'm like, I, I almost flipped the TV over and, and left. Like, why are we ta- why are we talking hypothetical if you don't want the ap- if you don't want the hypothetical answer? And then woke up this morning with the same hypothetical ass <laughs> attitude, nigga. Leave me alone. <laughs> Nah, like seriously, that's that's the problem between like men and women though is that we we think so literal. So like when we when we try to and, like and niggas so slow. We are, hey hey nigga, would you hey the girl with no arm and Spokane G? Would you for real? Yeah. They'd be like nigga, probably you know, but it's <laughs> hypothetical. Like I'm never gonna see the one arm girl in Spokane again, right? And but it it was real to her. <laughs> so hypothetically. The nigga said hypothetically and got an attitude. Yeah. All right, now we got real funk because you just whooped me into this whole argument. Now I'm charged. And you perfectly fine. want to go back. To, I don't want to watch this no more. Sleep, sleep beautifully. <laughs> My bad, B. I, I, you, just triggered, you just triggered me. I just had a whole... As you should, as you should. No, I, which is funny. It was funny in the context of like, I actually think that's a really dope conversation. But I was like... Champion this shit about to you know how you be talking about Beyonce and be say, be selling all this shit be going home today nigga right oh yeah <laughs> right like, Meg Ma- Ma- just dropped a post of her annual <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> right wait I don't I don't hey hey B don't call me Beyonce ever again you got me <laughs> fucked up don't talk to me like that my nigga just tried to call me Beyonce on the low that's crazy this nigga I'm having like, this whole monogamy Nick conversation going on doing that's you going home to your nigga. Hey, that's the truth. Hey, that's how Meg got up out of here on you hoes, nigga. Yeah. What? I'm out of here. I'm saying, she, she over here posting one year anniversary. That's what I'm saying. Hot girl at the house. <laughs> hot, girl, hot, girl, yeah. hot girl at the house is pure. She got she got hot consistent. Girl, I was getting a bag. Yeah, so she. Right. You right. See, you see what happened? You get some consistent <laughs> In- inspiration. Instant inspiration. Y'all welcome. <laughs> you welcome. Fuck y'all. <laughs> oh man. B we we uh I fuck with you, bud. You 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 have the you have this way of just driving and carrying interesting dialogue. So let's get let's get to it. My nigga said perfectionism is a well-furnished cage either you can experience life or you can be perfect but you have to give up one to gain the other what area of your life has it been hardest to let go of your desire for perfection yeah i was um i was just given thought to like i don't know like i've just i've been more on this path of like fuck it let's see <laughs> life lately which is not how I grew up at all like I was I was very perfectionist all the time and so I was just realizing that and even I was thinking about the interview with like Will Smith and Jay Shetty where he's just like you know like this is university like you're here to experience and learn and grow and ascend and all these things mm. but you have to break out of this mindset of trying to be perfect which really doesn't even exist like you can spend so much effort trying to be perfect and realize that none of that shit mattered 
And I was thinking about like, what was the defining moment for myself where I had to realize that perfection doesn't fucking matter. And I was thinking, I think that was the moment where I hit my divorce is because I realized I had made a bunch of decisions on trying to be perfect and trying to fit into this mold and that shit still didn't fucking work. Wow. (laughs) And I was like, Oh, this ain't even real. Like, I really feel caged in trying to fit this idea of perfection and not just experiencing life and learning and just figuring out what is what what's what's what and what do I like and what do I don't like? And like, how do I how do I want my life to look? How do I want to co-create this thing? And like all that stuff. And I was like, oh, I think that was the first time I realized, like, there there really weren't a lot of crazy i'm trying to phrase this right the consequences of me doing what i felt i needed to do were significantly less than the consequences of continuing to try to be perfect Hmm. like being choosing to stay in that cage would have been way more damaging to me than to just be like fuck it let's just see (laughs) let's see where this goes right um So I was just interested, like for y'all, I know, I'm sure most people deal with some level of trying to battle like perfectionism. And so I was just interested, like either kind of like if there was a moment for y'all that was like, made you go like, oh yeah, fuck that shit. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just rock through life and like figure it out as I go and realize that like everybody's just figuring it out as they go and don't nobody got this shit dialed in. Mm. Or like, what is an area currently that you constantly battle, like trying to be like perfect Uh, I mean, I think perfect for me uh, died after I was working at something for, you know, 18 years and that shit ended in injury. injury. So I feel like that that kind of stopped my my drive for not the drive for perfection, but realizing that even when you are being perfect, like there's still a bunch of factors that are outside of your control. So it 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 completely changed. Uh, it was a fucking long process but it was it was a it was a changing of the guard basically on understanding oh shit um if there are other factors in play and then shit even even further like when you factor in other people's uh position in um and 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 a part of that story for you when you're like when you're striving for perfection and then other people have to actually play a play a um play a position as well and you have to depend you have to find a level of dependence on somebody else doing their their job perfectly too so i think it's just a bunch of too many factors that go into play for you to really be hard bent on what perfection actually entails now you can you can do a lot of things and cover up a lot of things and then mask it as perfection afterwards and i feel like that's what people end up doing Mm. um and that's where people get it all mis- misconstrued on what, you know, like somebody's being perfect or somebody is perfect. You know what I mean? Is that you only get to see that they've did well at something, you know, strive to did something, strive to something and did well at something. And then now uh, they're reaping like the rewards of it. And then that's all you get to see. So you didn't get to see the process of them like grinding it out and like misfiring and failing and stuff like that. So it really throws off the, you know, what, what you actually see as what perfection actually can be Mm. to me. 
for me, the thing I struggle with perfection now is color correcting. And I know, <laughs> but I'll be sitting there like looking at all the different footage. I'll be like, this shit just look off. Right. And I'll spend hours. Right. And then I have to just tell myself, you know what? Uh, you ain't going to get it. But right. then I'll, even after I say that, it will still be more hours of me messing with it, trying to get it all the way right. And then I'll upload it and you notice I'll call you and be like, ah, I did the best I could with color correction, but I just I couldn't get it. I couldn't get it. Meanwhile, other niggas' podcasts look crazy. You know, I, it's I, that I read. Um, shout out JoJo. Um, Seen what? Gave me a copy of uh, Awkward Black Girl. We, we'll talk about Issa today too, and the the, the premiere of the the, the the final season of Insecure and shit. But um, Reading, reading her book about the process of getting the series started, um, the YouTube series before, way well before the show, and it was like nigga, it was the MacBook camera, and then it was then then she convinced the, the convinced uh, pops to get get a little bit of gear. That shit got stolen, and it was you know it was just all these different hurdles, uh, but just getting started was the was the the point of it all, and then you you combat listen to combat Jack, you hear all these other stories, and it's like wait. So to B's point, it's like, wait, don't nobody know what the fuck they doing for real? Like, no, no, every, everyone's a novice, but you, and it's a, it's a really, it's a really, uh, intentional way to demean how invested folks have been into, into achieving their goals. So to, when Q-Tip, uh, was telling the story about Meg Thee Stallion, everybody wanted to focus on, um, wanted to focus on the part that that tip lost uh meg the stallion i was like wait meg been doing this like she did because the, the the thought was she just popped up out of nowhere but if she had been grinding it's like what what is, what is this obsession with like overnight success and it's like that that don't exist even even if it did happen fa- fast for them it was still three years in the making or somebody start you know what i'm saying it's these there's these other variables that that go on the that go into place and are, are hardly ever valued. And so for, for me, I was working, um, I was working at the staging company and nigga Jesus came on and it was the first time where it wasn't, I didn't overthink anything that, that, that shit comes on and it's, it's drum and bass, like borderline techno. And this nigga's rapping over it. And then out of nowhere, it's a soul sample. Give you what you need. That was, said, so, that was so amazing. I said, this nigga's out of his mind. I got up from my desk, went and handed my keys and my Blackberry and left, nigga. And my grandma was like, what? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, bruh, if a nigga can do this, the artwork was no artwork. It was the clear CD. Yeah. The artwork is no artwork. Nigga, you're not going to tell me what to do and how to do it. I know, I know what y'all thought y'all was going to get, but this is what you need. Hmm. And it was just, it was just so, it was so fearless to me. I was like, bro, I, I can't keep pretending like music doesn't mean as much as it means to me as art and art direction and being a creative doesn't, it's my everything, bro. It's the only thing that makes sense. The rest of this shit y'all, y'all can have, like none of it makes sense. And so then it was like, oh, I'm about to just stop playing. And I did. And it was the hardest, it was the hardest, like five and a half years of my life, bro. Like scary, like, like fucked up, fucked up. But build with you in the process me and my nigga start a show and and meet meet all these great people along the way so it's kind of like ah 
Had I not jumped off the cliff, I don't know what I... I I'd probably would still be at that staging company, nigga. Like, 400 pounds because the, the taco truck was right there. Nigga, and, they, <laughs> and they pull up at 6. Nigga, we open at 6. The taco truck is there. there. To get breakfast, <laughs> lunch, and a snack, nigga. <laughs> what? Guess where I'm going. <laughs> hey, you, hey, I got the nigga number. I was calling in my burrito 15 minutes before lunch. Like, I got oh, good at it, nigga. I figured and, out my system. And burrito trucks be for the low, nigga. For That's the like, low, nigga. Yeah, a nigga, super like... burrito for $4? What? That's crazy. I'm there every day. What? So, to answer. I think it's, it's interesting to me because um, I... I want to phrase this well. <laughs> I think everybody in this proverbial room, because I'm not in the room, but... Um, has something like special about them. And I think that, and I don't mean that in the like the, the preschool ways, everybody's great. Everybody's, <laughs> no, no, no. Like there is very much something very special about each person. And I go in, in this specific room, not in the world, in this room. And I go, there is that battle when you talked about like overnight success, it just reminds me of moments where I'm like, there is that battle where you know, like you know you are you know you're special and you know you got some shit that like don't nobody else got and right. you know like Issa Rae had to have known like to some extent like I kind of know I'm that bitch but like it's not always my surroundings aren't always looking like that and more specifically of like there's this certain thing of like when you know you got it but you're working you're still having to work really really hard and I think that there's this thing of like people with the overnight success, people just think that like, oh, at some point somebody realized they were great. And then the next day they just dropped the show and secure. And it's like, <laughs> no, they thought that they were really great. And they started this shit. And there was a million fucking times where they had to question, nigga, am I really that great? Because what the fuck is going on? Mm. And you still have to just double down on like, no, I got something that's different and I got to keep trying. But like, there's almost moments where you feel like, damn, like, am I? <laughs> like, what the fuck going on? But then I also think life is very beautiful because it also will have many moments where you get to that point, but it'll deliver you something that's a sign of like, don't give up. Like, yes, but like, why you think this shit was just supposed to be handed to you? Like, bitch, what? Like, <laughs> you about to work, nigga? Like, it's like, oh, okay, well, I guess I got to hunker down and, and work through all this shit then. No, completely. And I think that's also why, like, when that does, when it does end up working, you know what I mean? Because you just gotta like stick with it, and like, of course, things, things, some things have to fall in play for you, in place for you. But when it does end up working, and you're in, and you're operating at your, at your highest level, and you're only factoring in, like, you know, what you can actually produce, and you're actually, you know, things are working out that way. That's why they be having these mentalities the way they do it. Folks be thinking that they be some assholes and shit like that, but mm. the truth be told is that. No, niggas been working hard at this shit. And it's the output as far as like what has been put out right. and what is being put in, what is being given for that output still doesn't that doesn't equate to each other. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But what is gonna equate is that once now that I'm here, you're for sure not going to be telling me anything about 
how I'm about to be doing shit or how things are going to transpire. You know what I mean? Like that's, I think that's kind of what, that's the mentality behind it. So if he's talking about is like before that becomes a reality, but once it does, once it does start factoring and it does become a reality, then that's why that's, that switch in the mental is that way. Mm -hmm. I think it's just that you've been bat, you've been having those internal battles this entire time, but now other people are seeing you for whatever it is that you're that you are now you know what i mean but you've always been that person it's just a matter of other people catching up yeah i feel that and so since we since we out here talking about Issa ray's amazingness shout out to the black women um i was um I was listening to uh, La Russell. He he does good. Shout company. out, bro. shout out, bro. He's killing it right now. Ooh, killing it. Which I didn't know who he was until I saw. Um, I went to the concert that y'all had, and he was there, and I was like, "Who is this little nigga?" Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he, La, La Russell is a is a force, um, and he and he'd be the first to say it's not all on his own. He's got an entire team that. Uh, he always bigs up, and then they they really really create such a dynamic uh, experience and product. And and he's having again, this is another person that's having success, and not not because any luck or any nepotism. Like bro, really, really, really worked his ass off to get where they are right now. So, my baby. Oh no, it's all good. But he's just, I saw him at y'all concert, and I was like. He is dope. Yeah. And I like immediately like follow Instagram and start listening to the music. And he actually has a lot of um, collabs with people that are that are really dope. I think there's a girl named like Shantae or something like that, uh, who he has one song. I think it's called Vibration that I love. But anyways, um, he does get company and he did this recent one with. Oh, I forgot her name. Uh, Tayana. Thank you very much. Um, and it was like he rapped and then she kind of did like a spoken word on it. And it was such a like it was just such a exact i feel like display and presentation of mm. this like juxtaposition of how men and women experience being in a relationship and being in love when that shit is difficult or it doesn't work or any of those things and it's like from his perspective it's a very like i don't even know why you still fuck with me because like this whole time i've just been trying to figure shit out and i'm not doing any of the stuff i said i was gonna do and i've just been trying to chase this dream and like I've been hurting you and like all this other shit. And just like, and I, I think he said something about like, why do you love a nigga that you should hate? Mm. And like, then you come to her part and you just hear this like woman's perspective of like, well, sometimes it takes like being destroyed to be reborn. And mm. like the ways in which women go, like we look at y'all and be like, yeah, I know it's a mess, <laughs> <laughs> but like, I see it, you know, like I see it in you. And it's just a matter of like, you going on your journey to finally like get there, but we kind of almost like hold this space. Right. And while you kind of like, while men figure it out and, and sometimes get angry and frustrated and all these things, but it's just this, and I don't always mean this even in a romantic space. I think that can happen with, you know, like the women in your life that are your friends or your family or your, your parents or any of that shit. But it's just like, I'm like, damn, like black women are so fucking dope. Like, our capacity for love is just so, like, I don't know. It just had me in, like, awe that I was like, damn, like, we really fucking know how to, like, love someone mm. and how to 
like love through this process and love through like all of their turmoil and like their inner battles and all this other stuff. And I, and I'm careful of saying this because I also don't want this to be like, I hate that culture of like, be a down ass bitch while your nigga doing wild shit. Like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not here for that. Everybody loves to be like, yeah, like hold your nigga down while he, you know, in jail and doing all this shit. And I'm like, I don't know about all that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they love using Gucci, but I'm like, mm, Gucci gave that bitch like a couple mils. So. <laughs> 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 you want to give me something to flip while you in jail? That's a different conversation. But <laughs> about to be chilling today? Um, <laughs> 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 yeah. I like, I don't know about dodge plan. Sorry. See, it's always you. It's always you. This one, one step. We was with you. Like, come on, boy. I know. I know. I like to push the line, but nonetheless, don't uh, drop that soap. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! That no, that was a funny ass conversation though. That uh, I forgot which uh, who was having. Oh, it was uh, Wallow now. But um, what what about if you was visiting your nigga in jail and he had long hair and his shit was braided? <laughs> I got questions. How, how do you how do you feel about that uh, that visit? Yeah, I don't. It, it would have been all bad. For fresh, me, fresh ones. Gre- fresh ones. For the grease, there was grease. Greased up. Oh, if it's grease in between the parts, we gotta have a conversation, fam. <laughs> was his baby hairs laid? Oh, that nigga got some edge control. Hey, you know, he got the old school AI. Shit, <laughs> shit look better than anything can get outside. Yeah. Man, damn. That's yeah. No, I got it. We gonna be. You know, you still gonna be my friend. Because <laughs> you have respect for him, <laughs> there, 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 there was enough respect that you could still be my friend. Just you know, just be. Be I because I, 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 and you and it was it's funny because I was gonna bring that up, but then you you naturally transitioned into the juxtaposition of the, of those very 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 similar um, approaches to love, but so vastly different and. Like the the uh, the type of space that that women, especially black women, uh, are synonymous with holding, but pop culture at some point shifted into turning that into just holding your nigga down through the wildest shit, and they aren't the same thing, but they're not, but they're 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 relatives for sure, you know. Um, <laughs> they cousins. Yeah, no, they for sure cousins, and so but it's but the I think the I I think I think. Um, what has happened is those those two cousins have been mistaken for one another, and and confused a whole lot of shit, and then caused people to either a stay longer than they needed to, or or throw in a towel on something that they really really were vested in and believed in. You know, um, it it's they've had this they've had these um they've imposed on one another. Uh, where it's like, yo, like I, 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 I have the space and the capacity to love you and to support you through all this, and so I'm gonna do it. And then you get around a bitch that's holding a nigga down, that's doing some wild shit, and you start to compare the two, and they compare, and then you like, well, yeah, we're doing the same thing. It's like, nah, not for real though. <laughs> we not. We not. <laughs> and I, I, I'm, I'm curious as a, I'm, at, I'm from a man asking a woman. Um, who who who's who's just who's outside and in the mix of putting shit together so you got to interact with hella different people what is what are the conversations amongst women in that regard are you are you able to differentiate the two 
in a group setting or is it automatically grouped together like oh no that's that you're doing the same exact thing it's it's literally either either someone someone gets it or they don't is mm. my experience like mm. a lot of women are um <clears throat> I hate to use the word bitter. I hate that. I hate calling women bitter, but a lot of women are, let's call it traumatized, I guess, right, right, um, right. by having felt as mm. though they really did everything they could to hold somebody down right. and it didn't work. Mm. And then there are women who they did and it did work. And it's such a difference in their mindset of like, there's just this one line where, like you said, it's like cousins, like there's this one line where, you know, like they got it and they did it. And I think it was like, to me, my biggest thing is it's one thing, like people are going to have a journey and people are going to make a bunch of fucking mistakes in life and like all that shit. That's, that's real life. But you have to watch to see if a person is trying to grow. And I think a lot of people stick with, these these partners and men and women you know stick with these partners who keep doing wild shit and there is no sign that this person is attempting to grow and they just call it holding it down and hoping that something changes because they want to be the person when that person finally does magically change you know like they they get the uh, acceptance speech award shout out you know what i'm saying right, like right. she held me down through the craziest shit like they just think that that's a fucking award to have. And I'm like, that's different than people are growing in life and they're making mistakes and they're trying to get better. Mm. And I think that you have to be able to discern, which means you have to be really in tune with yourself and your intuition to discern what's what between mm. those two, because they will look very similar. But then also you have to like, you got to be able to step back and be like, look, like your journey is your journey. And you got like, I can't, I can't figure out your shit for you. Right. Like you're going to have to figure out your shit and be on your own journey. And I have to be un, um, untied to how that journey ends. Right. Because I can get really invested in wanting a certain result to where I'm going to self-sabotage on my end, but I'm also going to be trying to influence your journey in a certain way where that's not my place to try to influence your journey to go one way or another, because I think that's the right thing to do. It's like, no, I got to step back and be like, look, like you, you do you, I hope you grow. And like, it's, it is what it is. And what the result is, I can't be tied to that. Mm. And I think there's a difference with that. It's like the value of understanding someone's growth journey, rather than the value of someone just repeating patterns that they're completely operating out of in their subconscious that, they can't even they can't even fix if they wanted to because they don't know it exists. Sheesh. Yeah, true that. I mean they they call it doing the bid, so you know. <laughs> now we back in jail. Yeah. We you, back in jail. If you, if, now we back if, in if jail. If you can do that solid ten years of the fuck shit, then you know you uh you you might get the you might get the A OK at the end. You know what I mean? I think that's the that's the mentality. Bag today. Let him let him cook. That's the, that's the mentality. You know what I mean? So so B so B if you can get through all the fuck shit for the ten years, you know what I mean? You might you know. On 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 the, just think about the back end. Think about the back end. The royalties. <laughs> the royalty checks for a reason. The royalty checks is great. Okay, this is getting toxic fast. Uh, B. 
if you would like to leave your 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 newfound fan club with any with any final thoughts, please do so. We can get these niggas up out of here. This is wild. Hey, only do a bid if the money right on the other end. You know what I'm saying? Now this nigga a rapper. What is going on? I don't know what's happening. Niggas is in jail with braids. Be right right in the 16. This is getting crazy. If it, if it ain't got That'd shit, be a cold ass album cover. Wait, what? Hold on, B. What album cover where B's visiting her nigga in jail and she got chains on <laughs> and her nigga got braids. <laughs> hey, it all depends. You know what I'm saying? What's the price of freedom, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. B, we we love you. Thank you for tapping in, and then we'll. Uh, you already know we'll check in after this, but we'll get yes. finish and then. Um, go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, bye. Well, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, nigga, bye. 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 <laughs> no, love y'all. All right, love bye. you. Bye. That she is hella funny. Oh man. Oh. Not Ella. Uh, that that's crazy that she. She used that that particular good company uh, episode um, as a as a measurement or as a conversation point in regards to that about the type of love because mm-hmm. um, it was it, it to her to her credit it was an an amazing an amazing visual um, interpretation of what I don't I don't want to generalize it because it is a specific type of like I feel like as technology's changed as the world has changed how we love has changed too um so yeah nigga the the old love where they migrated from the south to to Richmond nigga you yeah nigga of course you staying together through anything like nigga <laughs> you, you took me from my home to another place and I don't know nobody here yes I'm staying with you that's right. completely different now I can get on this app and find any people anywhere, nigga. You're not about to just tell me anything. Mm-hmm. So you'll find cousins. Facts in any city. You could just be like, oh, nigga, I got cousins in Atlanta. I didn't know that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's 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 just it's a it's a new day. So think as a that's why the Good Company freestyle was so dope because it was a a real dope depiction of modern day black love. Mm-hmm. Um, young man with a dream. Um, a dream that can be marginalized or even dismissed because on the surface it's just rap, but La Russell is trying to, he's trying to build, he's trying to build an industry. He's not just a rapper. He's so much more than that. Like he, he has plans and intentions of generating wealth and creating a wealth structure for a whole lot of people around him. Um, but shit, he's got it. He had to, take his journey to discover that and that 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 was his goal and in the process he did and I you know I I I faced my own sort of struggles in that regard and like past relationships and and friendships and and committing to something that just seems like oh money just wants to be a rapper and it's like god damn like it 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 may have started it as that but it's changing so much more and but maybe you don't have the words you don't know how to quite articulate it and then proximity like we keep saying i keep saying that and it's like now nah, proximity provides so much context my nigga you really got to pull up and be around to get a grasp on what this is right you know and 
if your niggas don't understand it, you can bet your chick probably don't. But if you get blessed in that regard, now you're required to to maneuver a particular way. Uh, and then that's where things can get tricky. And then, and then God forbid that your partner doesn't have a passion of their own. Cause that could be, that could, that can create a whole other, a whole other uh, array of tension that you gotta, you have to be equipped mm -hmm. to know how to maneuver through. You don't necessarily have to have the answers, yeah. but you gotta be equipped to be, um, to understand how to interface with tension. And mm -hmm. I can honestly say up until the beginning of this year, I had been interacting with tension so wrong mm -hmm. my entire life. Tension meant uh, hard conversations or, or being the bad guy in somebody's eyes or whatever the fuck, you know? And I ain't always, a, that ain't always a bad thing. Like sometimes relationships absolutely have to end exactly in that moment. And that person has to feel like fuck money. And I got to be okay with that. I got to, I got to sleep good with that. Knowing that there's a, an array of people out there that I'm not the, the good guy in their eyes. And as per me personally, I spent so much of my life trying to make sure even on the exit, we was on good terms and things linger, things get even more confusing, and you 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 got people around for longer than they're supposed to be. And, nigga, when you just rip the Band-Aid off and go, I don't give a fuck, like, and it's not I don't give a fuck as I want to hurt anybody, space may allow you to tell yourself a different story about what I meant to you in that phase of your life. But mm -hmm. me trying to hang around and patch it up before I go is only l making it last longer than it needs to. And I just need to exit stage left at this point, you know? So it's, it's little shit like that. Um, for, for me and my own growth that I've had to kind of uncover and discover, uh, in terms of love and love languages and, and, and I, I don't even know if it's, if it's as fucking rom-com as that. I think it's just evolving, bro. And just, just moving the fuck and on. That, that was the, that was the part right there. <laughs> <laughs> that was the part right there it's just that uh, we're constantly evolving man and right. like that's one of the toughest things that you can deal with is like evolution for yourself mm -hmm. um alongside like because we're as, as human beings we're naturally like social creatures right. and having to deal with in society where like you know people evolve at different stages or whatever or at different points of their evolution and that's got to be tough, like, in a relationship uh, and, like, when someone's evolving or someone's constantly evolving, whatever. Right. But in your friendships, uh, shit in your family, you know what I mean? Like, all those things are, you know, luckily, hopefully in family you have unconditional love. Right. But truth be told, even sometimes that can be, you know, masked as something else, you know what I mean? Right. So, like, right. and they don't even realize what that is yet. They just know that they're projecting some fear on you. That's about it. So, uh I don't know, man. I think that, but that that was definitely it right there, uh, for for me was the the evolution part. Um, is it is it actually possible not to be selfish? I honestly don't think it. It's not possible. It's yeah, it's not possible. Like you're going to be selfish. Got you. Like. Um, even in B's question when she was like, as far as with me having a child, yeah, there is a lot of things that I want for Sydney, mm -hmm. but when I sit back and I think about it, even like before she had asked that question, I wanted for Sydney because I didn't have it. Right. So there is that selfish part of it. Right. But it's something good. Like 
a better like a better relationship. I wanted a better relationship with my pops. Right. So with in turn, when it came to Sydney, I want to make sure that she has a really good relationship with me, and she knows that whatever she wants to be in life or how she wants to move, I'm here to support it mm-hmm. and help grow it instead of like talking it down or saying like nigga you ain't doing shit right. like but i you guess actually you actually kind of had a cool moment this week if you, I, yeah. don't, I, I, I didn't know if you planned on talking about it today i, I just i we've talked so much about our dads, dads. collectively and you know the the one of the conversations that had a full that had full context to it was either said to him or relayed to him out of context and it you know but mm-hmm. i feel no, nah, no, nah, yeah. like I I was just about to bring it up. Gotcha, and it was yeah. like yesterday for me it was big because I'm calling my pops. I hadn't talked to him in a while because you know a lot of the times that nigga's king toxic. <laughs> so <laughs> but you know, I'm just checking on him and like he asked the question, he was like, So uh what's going on with your little hobby, your little little camera hobby? Right. But I and I told him like, you know, oh, it's going good. I'm, you know, I'm about to be taking a trip to Africa. And he was like, oh, family? I'm like, nah, for for camera, for film work. Right. And he was just quiet for like two minutes, two to three minutes. Like, And I think in his mind, <laughs> he was trying to put everything together. Like, wait a minute. Right. And he was like, Africa? Like, home? Africa, black, Africa. Af- black people, Africa? Africa. <laughs> like, there was a different Africa that we don't know about? Bro, that would be Africa, me. Africa That's me. is great. That's me. Africa, Africa. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like, you know what? I'm proud of you. Mm. Mm. And for Mm-mm. me, it's like, this coming from the man who everything, it's been the complete opposite right. for the most part. Right. Like, it it hits different and yeah. it like for me it was kind of like this i'm happy that we were able to get to that moment cuz you know he's older and like god forbid that we didn't get to that moment right and it and like by the time he transitioned on we'd never like he always seen he always would thought in my head in his head that i wasn't doing nothing but bullshitting and, and fucking around right mm-hmm. so yeah yeah, that's definitely a parental thing. I think our parents just come from like the because they come from their parents of like the the show me times. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you'd have to show them concrete evidence of what the hell you're doing. Right. You know what I'm saying? And not realizing that today's age is everything but show me. Um, like show me happens, of course, but everything that leads up to show me is probably more important than the actual show me. It's like it's it's the amount of things that are like you have to show to everybody uh, that isn't the actual thing. You know what I mean? Like you have to show everything that's leading up to it that it has nothing to do with the 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 end product. I would say um, in order for like and and that drives the attention for people. I don't think that really works too much for like family family aspects. Like at least like what our parents are like that. They, they got to understand. They, they, you have to have the concrete information right here in front of me, right. and actually show income and show like statements or whatever the hell it is. Right. Or, or it, it, I got to see all this evidence. Right. You know what I mean? Full blown receipts before anything else. Right. Where you can you can fabricate a good amount of that beforehand, 
to the general public and get a buzz before you actually have to do it. You know what I mean? So I think that's a, that's kind of the part that there's not clicking too much yeah. between the two. But I think uh, for sure, like, um, as far as selfish goes, like, yeah. And I think for myself, like, uh, I mean, I ain't got no kids. So, like, I could be, like, the utmost selfish that, you know, like, <laughs> the level of selfish that I can <laughs> that I can deal with, you know right. what I mean, is folks just going to have to, like, hate me for the amount of mm. selfishness that I'm, that I'm um, um, ex- exuberant or whatever. But, um I think a lot of it really is just you got to live for yourself first and foremost and then venture out from there, I think. Because if you ain't got yourself right, then you ain't good for no one else. It's it's something that um, me as an individual or just like, I know some other people too from their childhoods and stuff like that would have to figure out later on in life for like where your parents were at whatever given time mm-hmm. is that and that the shit at my age my parents had such such my kids already bro like right, so like right, it was just right, like right, bro right. like <laughs> you know like and they so it, I couldn't imagine on my end having that many kids but also like um, trying to also do my own thing which my parents did their own thing for pretty much most of my childhood. <laughs> so like it it's um that it was the for my initial um example was for sure from for like being selfish was right there in front of me. Right. So like it's uh you know, that I think folks just gotta understand that part that um I don't think selfishness is a is exactly a bad thing. I think it's it gets a bad rap. I was gonna say yeah. man, I G I don't think it's a bad thing. It just gets a bad rap. I don't know how to, I don't know how to say it any, any more poignant. Like the, you know, you know, you, and maybe y'all can help me with this. Cause it feels like, or I hate feels like, fuck, I've been trying not to say that. How I've, how I've internalized it is black people are the only ones burdened with the, don't be selfish. Take care of all your people. Put all your people on, and it's this weird ass God complex. It's like, man, I can't save everybody, and so bro, and the amount of time that I got, what? <laughs> like, it, but I was supposed to turn around the entire generations, huh? Man, and and if God God bless you, if your young impressionable mind, body, and soul internalizes that to the point where it dictates deci- decisions where you're supposed to be selfish. What school you want to go to? Do you want to go to college? Like, like seriously, is that something you want to do? And if you do, where do you want to go? Why do you want to go there? Nigga, make that decision for you. Um, There are all these moments in life where you can... I, I'll never forget my first time going to Europe. And I uh, I hit the group thread. And niggas was like, bad. And I'm like, who want, who want to fuck around? And, and couldn't nobody, niggas just couldn't go. Nigga, I, nigga, I didn't... I didn't commit to going until the day before because I was so scared. Mm. It's like, my niggas can't go. I don't want to go there by myself. Mm. I don't know nobody. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> oh, that version, the version of me now would laugh at that kid and 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 feel sad because I, I almost, I was so, I had, a, I had a text drafted of why I couldn't make it. It was a bunch of excuses that had nothing to do with nothing. Mm. Um fear and and then the sick part is 
had I not gone, we'd get here today, and I probably would blame y'all for mm. not going. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's yeah. it's moments like that where it's like, what what do you how how do you how do you how your brain even how does your brain even get there? And so I don't. Oh, that looked like it hurt. Um, selfish selfishness. Um, I think to L's point does get a bad rap, but give me the fulfilled version of you. Don't give me the unfulfilled bitter disgruntled mm-hmm. version of you because you didn't go achieve what you set out to do separate of me mm-hmm. um or even with me you compromise or you downplay or you play small and all no no i want the absolute most fulfilled version of you around and that may require some selfish some selfish decision making. Hey, the group is getting ready to do this, and you go, ah, I think I'm gonna stay at the studio tonight. You're like, nigga, what is hoes outside? You're like, ah, nigga, I gotta make the hits for those that dance too, though. That Drake line, I'm just here making all the music that they party to. It's one of my favorite Drake lines ever. Um, Kendrick's letter was like, nigga, I don't have a phone for three months. That's so that's so fucking selfish. But the smartest thing you can do because the internet is stupid. Internet, social media is actually the, the dumbest place in the world. We'll get to... Matter of fact, fuck it. Um, at the same time, I was seeing one of the more beautiful moments and one of the more sillier moments at the same fucking time. Again, it keeps happening. <laughs> it keeps happening. But I also know, nigga, the algorithm and what you see is a is a product of you. So if that's what you're seeing, it's something that you engage in with that they keep showing you this bullshit <laughs> so you don't get to blame nobody, right? Yeah. So video about... A group of fathers in Louisiana at a high school, they took shit. They got together and they formed a crew to take shifts to go patrol the school, and not patrol in like a a menacing presence, but just to have a presence there. Hmm. Because the week prior, it was fights every. It was like a it was like a brawl. It just a brawl that kept lasting, and niggas just kept fighting. So the dad, the one dad, gets all the dads together, and they assign shifts for people to be there. Somebody to greet the kids, somebody to be there during their passing, their passing when they're passing class to class. Somebody to be there at lunch, and somebody to be there after school, hmm. like group, group in groups. That's dope. The new, so the news does a story on them, and they interview the kids. And the dopest part, I thought, because it was dads, they interviewed all the young women first, hmm. and they were like, yeah. The dash has got this way of just giving you the, you know, the look. And if you don't know the look, you know the look when you see the look. <laughs> it was like, damn, this is dope. And then they got to the young men. They're like, yeah, it's just cool to have people around that you that look like you and resonate. They speak the same language, and you know, you kind of got a different. You got a different bop when when the dad's around because you going to man. Ain't nobody cutting class no more. <laughs> Everybody in, and I was like, wow. And. I, I personally, nigga, Grammy, Emmy, all these like art awards, don't get me wrong, are hella high on my list. But what supersedes all of that is being a dad one day, like hands down. So when 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 black fathers especially are discussed, it seems like the bar is either extremely low or non-existent at all. Like, it's this weird, like, 
no middle classes. It's like, oh, damn, man, you showed up. It's like, nigga, what? <laughs> like, that seems so, that seems so, like, a, such, like, a backhanded compliment. Mm-hmm. You hear. Like, that's it? That's all a black father is required to do is just be here? And, um, but then, see the video and hear how the kids are speaking about it and how the how the the violence has ceased the grades are up all these different things and it's just yeah just the presence but such such an intentional systemic attack has been on the black father's presence Mm -hmm. so that's why it feels like that i i literally had that moment watching that video it's like oh this is one of those invaluable contributions that black people continue to make and this is the one for the black man uh uh teen works and and child protective services her mom's license all this stuff we took in some kids and fell in love with them basically but the little boy literally wouldn't go to bed if i didn't put him to bed Mm mm-hmm and it, with no yelling, no threats, no nothing. Like, hey, fam, what you doing? Like, come on, bro. Stop playing with me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> T was like, blah. Like, all you had to do was say, go to bed. Yeah, that's it. Like, but you, the the, the value of the presence, and it's, it's, it's rarely discussed. I don't know if, maybe people don't know how to discuss it. I don't know. Uh, but even just, Forget the dad part. Just I, my, uh, my niggas. I, man, you know how much, uh, you know how much it mean when Lex go, ooh, money. That's, that's, that's the one right there. I, rest of the people don't mean nothing. Like, cause <laughs> I know what y'all do. I know how, I know how much y'all, I know how much you love St. John. I, you know, you know, I know how much you fuck with Mick Jenkins. I know who, what y'all barometers of cool and fly are. So, a nod from y'all means so much more from than the average person that I don't know. Like they might not even like no fly shit, you know. So it's y'all. That's true. Black black people, but black men especially, y'all. Your presence, your presence is invaluable, y'all. Like I, I, I wanted to say that because I, I, I was moved watching that video, and then shit woke up, woke up early, went and see my dad. <laughs> it was like, hey man, what you, what you got going on? You know, I and then thinking about you talking about pops and shit. Like I just. It was one of those ones. And then, then the very next video, or not the very next post, mm-hmm. was uh, Boosie's response to <laughs> Lil Nas X. And I was like, what is happening right now, boy? Uh, Boosie is hard, hard bent on this. He's going to die on this hill. I, but not, Lil, not, Lil Nas X being, being the biggest troll in the world is hilarious. The nigga goes, y'all got a Boosie feature. That shit crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I was, and it, but it's fucked up because if you didn't see it in that order, you think Boosie just being like just jumping out the window being sick, because mm-hmm. not like it's it's just funny, it's just funny. But then Boosie takes it one up, and I don't, I personally don't want to read the tweet because it's, I get it, it's it's too much. Um, Dare, dare, dare I, dare, it's, it's, go ahead, G. No, I'm with you on this. I'm with you on this. It's, it's, it's too much, and you have to. Yeah, it begs the question on why. That's 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 why the that's why the community is that way. It's not so much that somebody 
is being themselves, supposedly. Mm-hmm. Um, and we should allow them to be themselves, mm-hmm. supposedly. Uh, it's more so, why? what is the reasoning for the amount of traction? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's, that's more so what it is, is just like... I don't know how much is about representation mm. and how much is about mm. go ahead. I you 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 headed where I'm headed. I just I want to understand the investment. Um I people did not like my my take on Chappelle. I I I don't I don't move off of it at all. Although he was justified and essentially vindicated by everyone's actions, uh, the walkout at Netflix and all this, all this other weird shit that would proceed to transpire, um, but I I personally feel like I was validated in that stance too by that look look at what people have been talking about from that it's been out for a month now, almost the special the closing mm-hmm. special yeah it's about a month and that's all we're talking about LGBTQ plus. Uh, tra- the trans community, every everybody's getting a platform to have these in-depth discussions and speak their piece. Meanwhile, meanwhile, black people are starving left and right, losing their losing their their ability to earn, um, losing their housing. Like oh, it's it's hella other shit to be to 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 be obsessed with as a as a as a as a people. Um, people's sexual preference and identity, and then I go. I'm still back at the place was fuck. Maybe it's because I don't have kids because a lot of what Boosie and the people that agree with him are saying are like, yo, I just don't want this shit shoved in my, ch- my child's face. They're impressionable. And I'm like, in my mind, in my mind, cause I could be absolutely fucking wrong. Sexual identity doesn't work like that. I'm not no fucking scientist though. What do I, what do I know? But in my mind, it doesn't work like that. The I've been watching one of the first movies I can remember ever seeing was fucking New Jack City. I hadn't killed nobody yet. <laughs> like I all over and over like horror films, shoot 'em up gangster flicks. Like that was me and my dad's shit, yo. I'm not a fucking mass murderer. I'm not Michael. I'm not Mihail Myers. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not him. And so, yeah, we like. We can we can we can watch everything else. We can see everything else and have it shoved down our throats, over sexual, over sexualized, over stimulated, all the shit. Um, we can the video the video of the 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 robbery of the, the retired Oakland PD officer and and the and the boys and the boy dying on the field like that. All that shit can exist and nobody's up in arms. But now we're here and we kind of just stuck here in this same loop of a conversation because somebody wants us to have it. I don't know who, but somebody wants us to. That's it. And it's it's big It feels like big business. It's a huge bag. There's two bags that are huge right now, mm. and it's that one and it's mental health. Mm. And mm. they're doing a hell of a job at marketing the two. And with neither really being a true push to, like, help. Right. 
You know, it's not like a right. don't nobody actually want anybody to be well. That's not that wouldn't work out for the bottom dollar. Right. But it's a it's a hell of a bag right now. Right. Shit. Ask Charlemagne. But like the um but like for like the <laughs> other thing though, no, like for the LGBTQ, that's a hell of a bag as well. Ask right. Lil Nas. Shit. For for uh for body positivity. Right. Ass fucking uh, Lizzo. Lizzo. Right. You know what I mean? Like, these are... These... Do, oh, do we have to act like they not finessing? I think uh, that's... Okay. True finesse. Okay. okay. True finesse. Thank you, G. That's all I was... Yeah. I, I'm, I will stay and die on the hill of not believing that Lil Nas X even goes that way. Right. I will down at you. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I don't believe it. I think I think it's more so that's that is an opening that wasn't there. You know what I mean? Like that was something that somebody that was a, that was a corner of the market that nobody was utilizing, and bro was like, as a troll, I'm like, nigga, what, what? Why wouldn't I? Hmm. You know what I mean? Like hmm. shit. If it, if nobody gonna be over there, and also like you know you can only be so talented. You know what I mean? Like it, it's really about can you can you get can is there a cause that people can get behind? Do you have a do you have a support system? Do you have a backing? Yeah, these things these things are available to you if you go that direction. If you're okay with it and really in the public eye, how much do people really care? Like you could be whoever the fuck you want to be in person, right? But in right. the public, in the public, nigga, this is what I'm dealing with. This is what I got. Damn, I'm sorry, I don't believe it. I'm gee, <laughs> I, but I'm but I'm I'm with you, and I'm watching. I'm going, damn, like. It feel it feels like it feels so much like uh, the Trump presidency and 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 uh, not even the presidency, the the candidacy and the whole rollout to garnering followers and 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 the, and leading up to the to, to the election. Oh, this is this is this is how this works. I just got to make make them mad. Yeah, and then have a little like a have the smallest pool of supporters, and everybody else can be anti me. But the, if, as long as I got a little pool of supporters to, to cater to, and a and me if, and if me catering to my supporters rouse up all the people that hate, the engagement ends up having the same value. That shit it's it's brilliant. So I'm with you. I don't. I personally don't think fam is gay. I think I do think it's a, a troll and finesse. And at that that regard, now we do have to have a more sinister conversation. But if you stop talking about the shit, guess what doesn't have value anymore? What if you just what if what if you just go do your thing? Oh, fuck. But the troll the trolling is is working to a T. Them niggas was trending yesterday. <sighs> yeah. I I hate to hate to think about it so sinister past the steps, but that's my brain can't help but connect the larger picture. Um, we talked, we talked about the gas station robbery. Um, if anybody hasn't seen it, it, it most heartbreaking shit in the world. Cause that was the next, the very next thing to see. Or no, that happened. That happened. Uh, I'm sorry. That happened. Uh, Wednesday or Thursday. One, one day during this week, the Wednesday was that Thursday. I think it was Thursday. Yeah. It was either um, Thursday or Wednesday. I think it was Thursday though. And then, and then, freak freak's tweet was like, "Nigga, I ain't got gas in Oakland in 
20 years. Like, it, it, <laughs> nobody's stopping in Oakland to get gas. Are you kidding me? And all Oakland's fucking gas stations are right off the freeway. So yeah. it's a quick lick, bounce out, get, get out, boom. But what is to be noted is how much more prevalent Bippin is. Um, and Bippin used to be a like a victimless crime, sort of, because you the car just be empty sitting in the street, nobody there. Now niggas is doing it in traffic, broad day, snatch you out, snatch your purse. That the the whole stop Asian hate thing was essentially started here. Uh, a, a, an elderly Asian woman was mugged by by what was described as some some uh, a young black assailant. Um, and that kind of that kind of jumped it. That kind of jump started all of it, right? And uh, so we've seen we've seen it escalate and grow as the as the economy seems to dissipate. Um, it seems like the violence gets gets more and more. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, because we're because we outside, the conversations lack so much context. Mm. So much context, and you go. If these are the people that are setting the rules, the regulations, and the laws, and and the fucking investigations, and get to ultimately designate uh, dictate how the how the budgets are broken down, we got a bunch of fucking idiots in power. And that's not it's not a diss to anyone uh, outside of you. Not outside for real. So you can't possibly you can't possibly counteract, uh, or you can't possibly enact change if you're not outside. You don't know what's going on. You don't even have you don't even have any frame of reference for why this is happening. Uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, two weeks ago, uh, Monday, we held a listening at, at Bandcamp. Bandcamp is on 19th and Broadway. There's a side street on 19th where 19th and 17th are the side streets you do not park on because they're like they're they're just just targets. You don't park there, and if you do got to park there, nigga, don't leave nothing out in plain sight. Uh, so I'm ushering everybody in through the through the side shit or everything right. The last time, oh no, no, not even the last time. I go to get team from outside to walk her in. Directly across the street in my line of sight is a busted window and a man hands on his hips pacing, AirPods in trying to figure it all out, and he don't have any explanation. He was like, I was only it was only five minutes. Like I don't know, and then I hear the man go, my life was in there. My work computer, I'm not worried about that, but I'm in a custody battle for my kids. All the paperwork is in there. He tried, he fighting tears, bro. Mm. And I'm going, God damn, you're not from out. I'm saying this. I'm like, oh, he's not from here. So he comes over. He's like, hey, brother, I'm sorry. Like, did you see anything? I'm like, nah, man. He's like, man, I'm not, I'm on a work trip. I just came to have a, I'm having a meeting, but I just ran in to get a call. Like, I'm like, oh, you're not from here. Of course, you would, you would, you would, I don't care if you're going to get coffee and I don't care if you, I don't care if it's only going to be 30 seconds. That's it. You don't leave nothing on your seats. I bounce out the truck all the time with my backpack. Nigga, I literally go out, I'll order coffee on the app and still take my shit inside with me. I'm not, I'm not, I'm going to pick it up and walk right out. Lex It's 15 seconds tops G and I'm not leaving nothing in the car. Bro, there's nothing in my car. Good luck. I just got a book. See, nigga, Fab got the Lambo truck and park it on Broadway and roll the windows down. <laughs> like, hey, hey, man, I'll, hey, ain't nothing in there. There is nothing. <laughs> ain't nothing in here. Um, 
but the, the 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 robbery at the gas station is is so heartbreaking for so many levels. Apparently, there's some affiliations to particular to particular like notable crews. That's not to be discussed like that because that 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 could just bring another heat. Like that that's not to be discussed publicly. That ain't none of our none of our our business uh, static wise. But the spectrum, you could be up. You could be up, G. And not only can you be up, you can have a bag forecasted for a little bit of time as well on top of being up. And then a pandemic happened. And your ability to earn gets shut down completely. Not just your ability to earn. You've already, you already have a, uh, a cost of living that is dependent upon you still being able to earn said bag. Mm-hmm. Now you can't. Now you can't. Now you can't sustain it. Not only can you not sustain it, you fall in the hole. Oh, now you in the hole. Now you seeing red. So, your decision making, and you checks and checks and balance, all that shit is out the window, bro. I can hit this lick real quick. This square nigga at this pump look like a lick, nigga. That is a retired Oakland PD. He'll blow your fucking head off. And when you watch that video, that's exactly what happened. Nigga, oh, oh, you, you got it, you got it, big dog, do your thing. Like, immediately just threw his hands up, let him do their thing. And one nigga tried to, hey, take the extra step, get in the whip. That nigga whipped out, whipped out on them. It's, it's quick, bro. It's quick. It's quick. And then, them, them, these, these children, these children didn't even think that niggas is out here strapped because we know what's going on. Nigga, I'm going from the crib to the studio. I'm, hey. Guess what? Run up, run up on this one if you want to. It's and it's and it's got to be that simple. Yeah, it's got to be that simple. It's like, oh, what about this? What about the, hey, fam? And in that, in in that, my brain can't process none of that. I'm trying to get home to mine, my nigga. Like simple as that. And and God, God forbid you do some silly like shit like that, and I got my family with me. You don't stand a chance, bro. You do. You don't. It's just, it's just heart it's heartbreaking to, to, to like lives are forever changed over over economic distress like opportunities access and entry points like maybe that changes everything may just maybe that changes everything and and people aren't making decisions like this I don't I don't I don't know that to be true that's a that's a guess on my part G but. Oh no, that's that's exactly what it is. I mean, I think across the board, or at least for like the the sheer numbers, mm. because I think we have like, you know, the, a lot of the folks that is doing a lot of this stuff is literally by, uh, by what you said, like it was up now in the red, and here we go. You know what I mean? Or even if they thought, or even if the, another thing that's going on with like the petty crime that's extending out to like extreme crime and shit like that. But uh, if we're just talking about simply on petty crime, because it's a ton of that shit. Uh, a few dollars would be, would be what your life is worth. You know what I mean? Because like they have... Uh, shit, our our block is fucking nuts when it comes to like the the bipping of the cars, but but also just like the uh, the catalytic catalytic uh, converters mm-hmm. on the uh, for the for the Hondas and the and the um, for the Toyotas and, mm-hmm. the, and the Hondas, but like 
a cat was a cat was doing that shit in the parking lot uh, next to ours. Uh, confronted him about that shit. Bruh said he got a uh, he got he got a thing on him, so leave him alone. Uh, cat was like, nigga, let me see it. And nigga was just messing around or whatever, right? Mm. Nigga didn't have anything on or whatever. That was just like his. That was what he had, you know, like his mentality, or whatever. Right. Bro, it was it was the next morning that bro was doing that exact same shit on the wrong person's car and got his shit lit up. Right. Had the entire block uh, shut off for uh, for uh, for bro laid out underneath a car. Right. Because he's doing that exact same shit. Niggas just told you the day before, stop doing that shit. Right. You're going to run up on the wrong person's shit. They'll right. come out and they're going to get you. Right. It's as simple as that is that there's not enough there's not enough mental going on. Like your, your mental, uh, well, being or uh, welfare that you have, you're not utilizing enough of it in these time in, in, in this damn. time right now. Like, you literally are trying to do something for a few dollars, which granted it's an expensive part or whatever, but you're doing shit for a few dollars. The, um, and probably what it takes, you know, you know, five, 10 minutes at a time, uh, to do this off of one car or whatever. But, is that worth your life? Whether your life get taken or whether you get put in jail, whatever one is that? Is that is that was that the difference in right. what your what your life was worth? Right. On the other end of that, when you talking about the folks say from out here, <laughs> folks not understanding that we ju- we're dealing with we're not done with the pandemic. We're not. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, the initial part of that shit is done. Folks don't got back. It's just getting started, G. That's what I'm saying. So like the, but when that first, first took place, they thinking, okay, folks done been out here for, you know, they not from out here, but they done been out here for a little while now. Mm -hmm. And the constant thing that they're saying is that this has never happened before, you know, since I've been here, like I've been here since 08 and this has not been a thing. What's going on? And like, why can't y'all secure this? And it's like, I don't think you understand how crime works. <laughs> like, like, bro, crime is tw- oh, crime is twenty four hours, bro. Like, you can't you can't be at all places at all times. And also, you better be strapped for some of these situations. Nigga, even if they could, it ain't enough cops, nigga. To, That's like, what I'm saying. The cops didn't give up on this shit. Cops ain't ain't arriving for nothing. They better be somebody bleeding damn near dead for them to pop up, man. Or, otherwise, nigga, you hit or, them. Or huh. when they had the when they had the the, the gas station taped off, like that, it's got to be that. Mm, yeah, exactly. That's it. Exactly. That's the only thing getting everybody outside. Nigga, some, the, some that's attention this, grabber. This block to tele, telegraph from 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 sixteenth all the way down to like forty something is the hot spot for shit getting hit. Hmm. And you think you think it's more patrol? What? Fuck no! They've been sitting at the they've been sitting at the <laughs> lake, bro. They they still got the damn uh, police station uh, blocked off. Right, nigga. They ain't never go. They bro. They probably still sitting in there. <laughs> <laughs> they probably be there all day, every day. Then you just just uh, uh, fielding calls. Like okay, that's crazy. All right, we'll be there as soon as we can. Like what for real? That's what's going on. We'll be bro, here next next day. Like oh, is that still going on? Okay, well shit. We 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 supposed to send somebody out. They should have been there by now. They, let me let me find out where they're at. We supposed to send somebody out. Yeah. Oh, they ain't nobody come. <laughs> it's, uh, no, nigga, the fake 
when someone when you ain't return somebody call, be like, "Man, you call me." Nine one one doing that to you is Whoa. is crazy. You ain't you you ain't called me. Yeah, I'm well, sure it was nine one one. Stop playing with me, man. I know how to dial nine one one. Um, no, the crazy thing is, is I don't know if y'all knew this, but there are, our nine one one calls don't even go to Oakland. Like the ones that are within Oakland, they don't get picked up from Oakland. They get picked up from an outside wow. service. They don't even go over here. So Nigga. they, they got to go somewhere else. They didn't team for them, for them to bing the call over to to uh, Oakland PD to find out where Oakland PD didn't team mobile SG. What they didn't they didn't hire all the the Indians to answer the phone. My name. That's crazy. Oakland ain't picking up your. If you call nine one, that shit is not getting picked up by Oakland, that is bro. They don't crazy. <laughs> why? Why? Okay. Why are all the dopest rappers? Like gentlemen, like the nicest people you ever want to meet. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, Offset, Offset, Jim Record came out last week, and uh, I literally listening to it on the way to the airport, go through security, all the shit, and walk into uh, walk into my, my terminal, and or my gate, and uh, it's mask on, so you don't really know. But I've seen him enough times to know if it, it was him. I'm like, oh, I said, bro, this shit is fire. Appreciate that, brother. Thank you. <laughs> it's like, oh man, what a gentleman! Like, what a nice guy. And then, uh, Rod, Rod, shout out my brother Rod. Love you. I know today's hard, but I, I do love you, bro. Sending you love. Um, he calls me. Fuck. What was that? Uh, so the so the shooting was when so Thursday. He calls me Thursday. It's like, hey man, what you doing? I'm like, hey, I'm just in the lab kicking it. What's popping? Oh man, I got a uh, extra pass to Cole. Fuck with me. What? All right. <laughs> Get there. Rod Rod is a perfect gentleman, of course, but he's the fucking best rapper in the in the bay. Like what? Like what's going on? And then he goes. We meet Boss, and then he's f- a fucking sweetheart. It's like <laughs> what? Why all these tight niggas is just so nice? You know what? What's what is going on? It, I was. It just. It just kept. It just like uh, when I met all black. He was just a fucking. Ge- absolute gentleman, you know. It's like, oh, you guys are really awesome. Uh, Dude said the same thing about Mozzie. It's like Mozzie's fucking great. Mozzie and his whole team are just like amazing. Just the best people you ever want to be around. It's like that is that really really makes me happy. All the dope, all my favorite hey, niggas. Hey, Mindy, they gonna respond to you like like you responded to your moms, bro. <laughs> like I am a rapper, bro. Don't be putting that shit out there like that, nigga. <laughs> 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 I did say it crazy. Hey, buddy, hey, I call a nigga sweetheart. <laughs> I was about to say <laughs> <he's just crazy. laughs> nah, I don't mean I don't mean it as if niggas is soft. It's like they're just nice yeah, nah, people. <laughs> that is crazy. My bad, <laughs> uh, y'all. Nigga, don't be talking to my character, hey, my hey, nigga. Nah, the niggas, <laughs> the niggas is shooters, bro. Like, yeah, my bad. But it. So I'm watching the concert, and y'all know I don't. I don't. I don't claim to be the biggest Cole fan, but I'm a fan nonetheless. Friday Night Lights is one of my favorite moments in history. Uh-huh. Nigga does his set, and he's obviously he's obviously doing the new shit, but it's Cole. He's a he's a he's a legacy act at this point, so he can just run he can just run his clip. Uh-huh. Gee, new shit included. Um, the Dreamville albums included. I knew every song he performed. Cole. Yes. Yeah, I just went back through his discography. That shit's immaculate. Every song he did, I knew. That first album is a lot better than folks think. So he goes, he he 
He said that. And he does the he it's did the missing. So longer. It feels like it's so long ago at this point, but like Man. that first album is it, it's top to bottom. But he did he did workout plan. And because I, I always wonder, it's like, yo, how does he feel about workout plan? That's a hit, it's a hit record. What fuck what how you feel about it? You gotta you you gotta hit. And it worked. So he does he did that, did the Missy joint. I think that might have been the only two two he did from Sideline Story. Friday Night Lights, he did a few joints. Um and then he just ran through all the other albums. Uh, I don't think... Did he do anything on Born Center? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Because the Miguel joint is on Born Center, right? I was about to say, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he did. He definitely did Born Center. But but there's a couple things I want to highlight. Hmm. Um, how you... how If you the big dog... All, for all the missteps that the big dogs that preceded them may have made... Cole, Kendrick, Drake, Thug, Travis, them niggas is not built like the other the other big dogs from the, the era before them. These niggas is built different. Ba- Lil Baby, the Baby, Lil Baby said, if, if if any of my niggas can remotely rap, I'm signing them to change their lives. The Baby is doing amazing with his artists. They are really like extensions of that nigga, but like, it's that a- nigga does an amazing job at how he initially puts oh, them on like bro. their first video and first song or whatever like that's just gonna go off of just the one he just did with the uh with the the, the lady artist that he has yeah yep bro that one that one yeah bro. so they're they're bodying the shit yeah. so cole goes in the middle of his shit brings out boss when i tell you it was i'm not i bullshit you not i'm not exaggerating gi i should have counted or did a timer it was probably like seven minutes of him talking about his nigga. He stopped the music and bring his nigga out. This my nigga for real. He got a joint, but we not going to do it if y'all not going to do it. Left side, right side. Boss, you take that side. Cole, I got this side. And and everybody, everybody in the shit singing the Jackie. Everybody. By the time the beat dropped, nigga, the floor is shaking. I said, oh, my God, this is amazing. This for his nigga though. Mm-hmm. This is artist. All right, cool. That nigga trying to get out. Uh, but I brought some people with me though. <laughs> that nigga trying to get but out. But I brought. But I did bring some people with me. Twenty one had already opened, but twenty one, nah, nigga, you got to come do a lot on my set though. So a lot comes on, and I, I think I might have cried. I, 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 for, I forget how much <laughs> that song means to me. <laughs> I mean, how many times you cheat? I mean, like, wait a minute. <laughs> 21, shut up, nigga. I'm not supposed to be in there crying. I got a blunt in my hand, nigga. I'm supposed to be tough. You know? That was just the smoke. Got just the smoke. Just the smoke. Got they do eye. that, and it, it's an absolute moment in, in music. Then he brings Moray out. Moray does his joint. Moray gets halfway through the the, the chorus and goes, Cole, I, I, yeah, I'm, like, I noticed my joint, but I damn near did this on my set. I came to do our joint. Cole goes, this, but this nigga star though stops the music again mm-hmm. to tell us he he no I, I forgot that part. He goes, I don't give a fuck what nobody say. Can't nobody tell me nothing about Twenty One because I made all this music and didn't get a Grammy till my nigga put me on. Mm. My Grammy is from him, mm. not from nobody else. Don't get that Twenty One. So he him. got a different love for Twenty One in it, and you see it. Talk then he brings Moray out. Y'all don't get it fucked up. This is a star. He's a star. And the nigga comes out. 
50 chains on and he is an absolute Mario is an absolute star hmm. an absolute star but Cole in the middle of his set has moments planned to highlight his niggas for real and I imagine I imagine he's so pressed and hell bent on doing that because it wasn't done for him that way mm-hmm. and I was like oh these, these, these new these new young niggas is different uh, Thug's interview last week and he was talking about how stupid it was to be beefing with anybody. Like he's like, "All oh, that shit was so dumb." I'm so I'm so glad I'm older and wiser now and understand how dumb it was. I'm like, "Oh, these new rap niggas is they they're they're going to be the ones that save the world for mm-hmm. sh- for show." Then Raj leans over and goes, "Hey man, is Hoven Cole cool?" And I was like, "Nigga, I don't know. They don't ever it ne- nothing ever is said it never about comes the, up <laughs> ever." Which which would lean you to believe that there is some kind of static, but then but then I thought about it even more, and I go, oh no no. So he asked that he asked that in like the beginning of Cole's set, and then we go backstage, kicking it for a minute, and then we're getting picked up. And so we walk out through the back. All the tour buses are there. Notice it said all the tour buses are there. It's twelve tour buses. Yes, I counted. Don't you dare judge me. It's twelve tour buses. The headliners on the bill are Cole, Twenty One, Moray. It's three acts. Fucker, 12 tour buses doing back there. <laughs> and then however many uh, uh, big uh, big rigs for all the, all the additional equipment and stuff. And then the very last trailer, you walking out. There's a Maybach truck on the trailer. <laughs> it's like, oh, these, Cole's doing it. Cole, Cole, is, is, Cole is doing, Dreamville is what Rockefeller was supposed to be. For all the missteps, all the mishaps, whatever. This is what this operation in its fully manifested version with systems in place, with teams, with designated roles, with strategy, with everything in place, nigga. This is what it's supposed to look like. Meanwhile, J.I.D. fucking uh, Earth Gang and them niggas is on their way to do Red Rocks on their own. Boss is going, I got to go meet them niggas out there and then get back so I can do the L.A. shit. Wait, what? Oh, no, no, you mean nobody's fucking with y'all, period? Yeah, nobody. I was like, yo, these Dreamville niggas, they just, they just, they're different. It's just different. It's a different, it's a different type of time. It's a different type of brain, nucleus, strategy, implement. Boss got a whole, I said, oh, you niggas is the niggas for, for a reason. I, I left. I left that place. Um, inspired is so corny, because it, it, it's more than inspiration. It was, it was, uh, it was like, you know, you'd be proud of a nigga because you know him. I don't know these niggas. Yeah. <laughs> like, goddamn, <laughs> this this is a because I can only imagine where it started from. And we talked about it earlier. You got a pipe dream. You got a goal and all the shit. And you want to execute it. And then, God damn it, you do. You know what? My bad. Nah, I know, I, I, I'm just rambling. No, nah, I, I know what's wrong with Kansas City, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's that it's that Travis Kelsey ain't got that beard, bro. He got the Nike face. He got the Nike he face, the bro. Nike, he, hey. Nike face. Hey, when in doubt, the Nike face will always take you down. My man had the card for a second, bro. He lost it, man. My man messed up with the with the chick, the and Nike. then now he ain't now he got the Nike face. Nike face, Nike face, will do it to See, you. That's what happened though. You lose you lose the black girl. Oh, he lost her. 
you lose the black girl, and then you, then you then you gotta go to the you gotta go back to your people, so you lose your you lose That's, the beard. Oh, he don't even got the fade no more. I bet. You I know? bet he. I bet he don't got the taper no more. I mean, he, was, my, he might as well grow the mullet, bro. Oh, so he lost all the sauce. All he the lost sauce. All, the sauce gone. Man, sauce you know nasty. who lo- you know who did lose the sauce? Yo, man, <laughs> I blame you. I'm blaming this one on you. What's up? <laughs> Alec Baldwin out here killing niggas. <laughs> That's fucked up. That's not funny. I'm, let me stop. Somebody really died. That's yeah. not funny. I'm sorry. Oh, but that's man. your man. <laughs> that's your man. It's messed up because I know everybody looking at him like it's his fault. But I've been trying to figure out, is he the person that's producing this film? Or is he just like hired on as an actor? I don't know. That's a good question. And the only reason I asked that is because it's everybody's fault. Yeah, I, I hope I, I hope Alec Baldwin ain't somewhere beating himself up. Nah, he was. He is. It's, they just talk about the images of him like at the at the sheriff station. Damn, man, that's heartbreaking. Because like for him, the thing like some people don't understand like when you're shooting scenes like that, before it gets to him, it's supposed to touch so many other people's hands as far as safety concerns. Right. But since uh, Crews have been going on strikes. Ah, and then, that's another element of it. I hadn't yeah, thought about that. And then they said with this particular movie that people have all people have been walking out as the movie has been getting shot due to the fact that they've been overworked on hours. Mm-hmm. That it's been hard for them to get their paychecks when they were supposed to get paid. They've been up to two to three weeks late. So people have wow. been walking out. And they said due to the fact that the crew was getting smaller and smaller the the like producers and stuff have been cutting corners on the film. Mm. So if Alex been chilling in the trailer, then they're saying, "Oh, everything's good." Wait, we're this ready. is a whole nother level of neglect. Then yeah, because oh, it's like we're all they're already going. They're already striking because you know it's been a thing for the past what month and a half. Have you guys seen it? How like oh yeah, certain, certain celebrities yeah. have posted about how oh we're standing with the crew because. Right not paid enough and all that. Right. So it's already been a thing. You're shooting this movie and steadily you start, let's say you start off with a crew of a hundred people mm-hmm. and it's just been dwindling down. And then he come out to just do his thing, which is acting and he thinks everything's ready. And then that goes off. Yeah. That's going to really fuck with you. Mm. And didn't they say I, he, he's worked with her before. Right. I think that's the hard part about the pandemic G is like, yeah, like citizens are in duress and their money is fucked up and all this shit. But these corporations, that's I, I, as some as a as a as an independent contractor that has to personally send out invoices, and already knowing that when nigga you give them fifteen thirty days or whatever, they take their sweet time. Now they late on top of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it it hurt it, it as an independent contractor who has to forecast. For bills and all the other shit, bro. I'm getting my ass kicked right now. Yeah. Because people are late. So if the corporations are late and it's causing it's causing it's it's hindering quality control, safety protocol, and people are dying, we're in a whole new territory of fucked. Yeah. Yeah, that was my thing. I was like, damn, that the scarce the, the scarcity of the money is nuts man like man the 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 fact that it's not it's not actually a real thing but the fact that it's, it's scarce on top of that right 
um, whatever it is, like people are like really, and that's the cold part is just like the folks that have the money, them clutching their pearls throughout a pandemic is nuts out of me. Just like, wait a minute, I only made 23 million. You know what uh, I mean? Like you, you holding, you holding your shit close to the, close to the belt is nuts to me. Right. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah. Um, if y'all haven't seen it, man, uh, or if y'all even interested, inter- interested in that shit, uh, Chucky is a really well produced show. Like Chucky, what the TV the series? T- the TV show, a series of John right. Gruden. No, Chucky, Chucky the, the the doll. doll. Yeah, yeah. The, There's uh, a show. Yeah, so the uh, so the producer for uh, for Child's Play. Uh, yeah. This was back when they uh, when they took the title of Child's Play and made the movie uh-huh. like that that wasn't produced by him. But when that happened, he was like, "Okay, we'll bet since I can't do anything about them producing and making this show, and with me with without me having anything to do with it, then I'll make a TV show and just like blow that shit out of the water." Right. I didn't realize that nigga was about to do this though. Because <laughs> it's it's the original. Oh, writer. we did talk about this. this. Is the ori- this the original this. writer's original voice? So, this original voice. We is, talked it, about this. Now that it's out, I can say something about this. Right. So years ago, uh, we met him. We're talking to him, and he's talking about it. Oh, wow. And he was like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm working on the TV series. And he said, with the TV series, I get to go in detail into the script that I wrote. Wow. Because he said the original script. What? Kill yeah. Him. He said the original script he wrote was, it was like a three and a half hour long script. Got it. But he said back then when making movies, especially with making horror movies, they were like, it needs to be cut down to about an hour and a half to two hours. And then on top of that, he said the movie was about a doll. So then they were even more like, yeah, yeah you got to. So he said with this TV series, I really get to stretch out everything and I can show why a kid would be so Enamored open by to, it, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy I finally got to be, say that. Be influenced and shit like that by by a doll, and like you get to see like the relationship factor between a doll and the, and like really being like the uh, the best friend to a kid and shit like that. But like the writing on this fucking show and the and the um, execution by the by the cast is like it's blowing this shit out the water. So like. Yeah, there it's it's pretty dope, and they updated it too. Like they updated the way that the movie tried to update it with like technology. There, mm. that was like the that was a terrible way of going about yeah. it. The way they updated on this, when it just has to do with like you know the world that we're living in now, as opposed to like just doing technology shit. Now nah, it's like how children are growing up today. Mm. You know what I mean? Like that. That's kind of more what it is with taking the backstory of right. Chucky when he was a kid and shit like that. Right. But yeah, it's cool. Damn, I'm. Well, fuck, man. I came in here to rant and rave about how TV's killing it right now. I had no idea there was a whole Chucky series. And it's not even just, like, killing and horror and no, shit like it's that. Story. Like, it's, it's, it's full-blown storyline. That's, that's so fucking fire. Um, um, when did the episode Music oh, and everything. When does the episode drop? Uh, Tuesdays. 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 Yeah. Okay. Uh, Wednesdays, Tuesdays on that sci-fi. Wu-Tang Wednesdays on Hulu. Um... Uh, Godfather of Harlem. I'm so glad all my niggas are on it now. That's one of the most amazing, well put together shows from a writing standpoint. Story, uh, their body in that. Like Godfather Harlem is crazy. BMF. I, I'm fully, fully. I'm all in. Fifty. You're a fucking genius. Um, finally finished Squid Games. Uh, went back. 
so we watched it over a long period of time and then went back and finally did the whole Korean experience. Way better. I'll never make that mistake again. Yeah. Um, not watching it in its original language and watching it with subtitles. And I should have known that because Narcos doesn't give you that option at first. Narcos, when it came on, was just in Spanish. You can only watch it. And it's like, oh, I'm not watching this. And then you look up you through the season. You're like, I want more. You know? And so the whole Narcos experience has been all in Spanish and hadn't thought about it one time. And then it was like, wait a minute. Why wouldn't? And so went back and watched Squid Games and just Korean. And you're like, nigga. You miss all of the emotional inflections and everything. So that was a hell of an experience. Um, and then we already talked about our girl, but one more one more time for Issa. Yes, um, yes. The entire crew um, of Insecure. Tonight is the, well, tomorrow you guys, you guys will hear this tomorrow, but tonight is the season, um, is the is the series for that, the, the premiere of the the series finale, the see the final season premieres tonight, um, and we we you y'all listen every week. We talk about her, but um, what her book, what her YouTube series initially did for me as a creative, we had that whole perfectionism conversation, and Issa as a thinker and as a creator and a contributor, and how how unique her voice was and how she leaned into developing it really, really is, did inspire me to, to, to continue to pursue, um, finding, you know, finding, finding, finding my path and finding my niche, man. And I, I, I'm glad to say I've done that. Uh, Kevin Allen, uh, nothing lasts forever. Pre-order is available now. Salute the whole team. Grand National, Danielle, Janelle, Brookfield Deuce, uh, Ruth Shankle, Kate Lamont, uh, Guap Dad, 4000, Rex Life Raj, Jane Hancock, Byron, Brian, all the musicians that played on it, Josh, that that helped bring that record to life. Thank you, guys. Uh, Ian Kelly, um, thank just thank you. Just glad, glad it's here. Um, with the pre-order, uh, first single, Childish, is available that features Jane Hancock and Rex Life Raj, produced by yours truly. Um, sure. Really, really, really grateful to share that moment and share that week with the the week with all of y'all that uh, came out Thursday night and then Friday it was lit and then the phone hasn't stopped ringing ever since. So I love y'all. Thank y'all. Go ahead and pre-order that thing. Um, the listening experience, not a listening party, the listening experience is Friday, October 29th. The record will be out, will have been out. Please come celebrate and experience it with us. Uh, you get to see some of the processes and some of the really cool things that help inspire uh, the creation of this record and what Kevin was experiencing, what he, what was inspiring him. Um, and then from a creative direction standpoint, what was inspiring Jesus, uh, as a, as an AR, as a master AR Brookfield deuce, he just has this ability to, to, to bring things together, man. So, uh, that's October, Friday, October 29th, nine doors are at, uh, at doors are at eight event starts at nine. You can get your tickets at nothing last the number four ever.com. Uh, please head over and do that, man. Uh, bros, if y'all don't have nothing, man, get the other body up. Uh, 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 as always, man, love y'all. Thank y'all for fucking with us and, and keep tapping in the, the, the back and forth, the engagement, the dialogue with the community is really what's fueling the show, the growth of the show. B, thank you for calling in and making time. Uh, with that being said, it's been another episode of the Meet the Brave podcast. We will see y'all next week. Love, love. Yes.